we we about to flip over to music top projects this year. Um, are we going to talk about ones that we didn't make the list? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have many. So, so before I before I segue, I don't know. I've said this in the beginning, but movies just they just not how they was, and I think and what's I think that's kind of sad. I kind of feel that way about music that's that's been dropping the past two years. It, I haven't gotten that super wow factor. Like it, so, I, I have glimpses of it, but it's not like, ooh, that was great, you know. But so I'm gonna hop in on the tail end of what you were saying. This goes from a conversation we were having about two weeks ago about how music is released now, and because of Spotify, we no longer get albums. We got uh, the one guy that is, that didn't make my list. I have him on there because he dropped eight singles, but they're not a cohesive album. So I put him on the list because I wanted to make sure that people know about him, but also things are changing. So we may have to next year maneuver how we're going to handle people not dropping full projects anymore. Yeah. Well, so, I, I, well, this thing you could, you, I put projects. So you could put, you could have put, we're going to go with what we got, but next year. Yes. So honorable mention it's on sketch. Cause I don't have any. Um, I think my list is pretty tight unless I'll, I've got one or two that are non like hip hop and non Christian hip hop, but um, so one of my honorable mentions is Sturgill Simpson, who's kind of a new, newer outlaw country kind of guy, but he did an album called The Ballad of Dude and Juanita, and it tells a story about, and it's kind of like an old school western about a guy who marries a half Indian woman, and then she gets taken by another one, and he kind of goes on revenge, but he's got a song on there that's like a tribute to his dog and to his horse and <laughs> stuff so it's kind of out there but I seem to I enjoy it so send me a link I want I yeah. want to hear the horse song yeah <laughs> I will <laughs> so for me the one I didn't make it is Swayze uh, Swayze has so people who know about Swayze know about Swayze he's he, the guy he's in high school he doesn't look like a rapper at all but Swayze is dope uh, the song that I heard him from was Go Go Gadget. If you go to if you go to um, either YouTube or Rapzilla or any of your your sites that you like to visit frequent, um, Go Go Gadget is a dope song. The guy. So what you're gonna hear from him is is the, the style of today, the vibe of today. Um, but what I like about him is he didn't leave the talent on the side. Sometimes we hear the vibes of the day, but then rappers get lazy and don't give me the content or the mm-hmm. talent behind the vibe. KB is great at giving you the vibe plus talent plus yeah. content. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think Swayze is that guy. He has a song called Heat Up and Go Go Gadget. Did not drop an album. He dropped a whole bunch of singles. Um, he's he's done stuff with Zay Hill before. Um, he's done stuff with a lot out of the young guys. And so I wanted to shout him out because I think he's dope. So, yeah, Swayze. How do you spell his name? S-W-A-I-Z-Y. Yeah, I heard him on a song with, I believe, uh, Portia Love, who is very dope, and he uh, killed his verse. So Yeah, he looks like somebody's little 15-year-old child. For real. Wow. All right, so my number 10... It's not an album, it's a single, but I think this it on this song it had my favorite 16 bar of 2021. So mm-hmm. it's a song called uh Do It for the King. It has Mouthpiece, Osaze Murray, D Black, Everex, and Dre Murray on it. D Black, so Mouthpiece is a beast, we know. Dre Murray a beast. I never heard of Everex. He did good on his 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 verse. Uh Osaze Murray. He does his thing. He's killer. D Black verse was out of space for me. Like, I listened to that verse maybe the first time I heard it, I might have listened to it 25 times back to back. Mm. 25 times back to back. 
So I'm going to say something real quick. Okay. Go and check out KB's latest verse. That is probably the best verse I've had I've heard this year. Okay. Just as a single, just a on, single on what verse. Song? Not, what's the, what's what's the song? It's just it, it's just a verse. It's, it's not even on the... It's, I can't remember the name of the song. It's his latest song on his YouTube channel. Okay. Um, it just came out in November. Uh, he, KB does KB. So okay. Okay. that's what it is. Let's go. He said he said a line about uh, he's he's trying to pattern his life out of out after w- the one who patterned Saturn something something wild like that and I was like ah! like it was like a little <laughs> air horns so that's my number ten what you got sketch I'll go with Indie Tribe uh, upper hand so. Uh, no big deal is one of those guys who's really grown on me, and I've, I've enjoyed him and kind of the collective they put together. Um, it's a good good project. He's got um, John, John Keith, Keith and and Mike LV and Mosley the Iceberg and and stuff. So, uh, Indie Tribe Upper Hand's a good uh, fun rap project. So, I enjoyed that. Yeah. So Indie so. For some reason, I cannot remove my brain from far side when I hear no big deal. Mm-hmm. That's just what happens to me. Mm-hmm. And I love it, right? I love it because it takes me back to that far side rap city days, right? Mm-hmm. So every time I hear him, even though he's like 10 times the rapper of the guys from far side, I just hear <laughs> that kind of, that kind of, I don't know, that kind of feeling nostalgia when I hear some of their yeah. songs. And I like, I like the fact that the album was particularly happy. Because I have mm-hmm. some albums on here that are pretty dark on my list. I was waffling on the Indie Tribe um, CD, but I do think it's a great CD. And I think John Keith is John Keith. He's talented. Um, mm-hmm. I do not like the fact that on his album he did a whole lot of singing because I think he's a great rapper too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, Mouthpiece, Gardens Volume One, um, Nooks and again, Crannies. I, I hated that. I hated that hook, but. The song was good. Um, Mouthpiece, I've been listening to since Crossword Puzzle, um, which is a mixtape from back before he did stuff with Canton Jones, I believe, or back when he first started doing stuff with Canton Jones. So I think to hear, this is something I've been on kind of on like a side mission for, dudes that are middle-aged to drop music for people that are middle-aged. Because though I like Swayze, he is not going to be my everyday listen because he's talking about high school. And I'm not in high school. Um, so it, it is excellent to hear grown men talk about grown man stuff. So, and Mouthpiece does it well. He diversifies his flow in this album a couple of different times. So you're going to hear the, hear the modern day flow, but then you're also going to hear Mouthpiece do what he does as far as his regular flow. Mm-hmm. So I think he's one of the most talented rappers I've heard. So definitely Mouthpiece Gardens Volume One. You can't miss that. That's and that's your number ten. That's my number ten. All right. My number nine is Wave W A V by DJ L C. Um I enjoy his creativity. He's uh he wavy, he's current sound rapper, like Spoiler alert, I tried to sign him to the label. Uh, <laughs> sure did. Um, we'll see what happened in 2022. Um, Amen. I, I believe he got a song on Oatmeal New Project. I believe that's... Yeah, but if he's not on Oatmeal New Project, you'll hear him on a song with me someday. But yeah, it's a... It, it's a came out the beginning of 2021 and I think he he had great song selection collaborations off the hook that's number nine Um, for mine I'll do Lecrae and 1k Fuse uh, No Church in a While Mm. Um, so I haven't always been a 1k Fuse fan just as it's kind of that that current uh, sing-songy mumbly sound at times but this this time he's he's rapping a little bit more. I like kind of the mix of Lecrae being like an elder statesman and and One K being younger. Uh, so they got a couple of uh, bangers on there that I enjoy. So uh, it was a little unexpected like for me, but I uh, I put it on the list. You think? Do you think it's like a uh, 
a, a watch the throne type of how Jay and Kanye did they thing. You think that's what's happening? Uh, it's probably not at that level, but I think that's maybe what they were going for a little bit. And even the name kind of alludes to no church in the wild versus no church in a while. Um, and they played off of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This is, this is what the album was. Uh, it was a baton handoff. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the album, but I didn't like the album. I like One K Few in general. His first album was my favorite project from him, but I believe he he produces good work. Um, yeah. But I felt like this was definitely a handoff album. Um, depending on how you feel about Wait One K Few, is I guess how you're going to feel about reaching the future. Mm. Um, I like him, but I'm not checking for him like that. But I think he is a great rapper, and I think he does good songs and he does great hooks. So mm. he, he's a, he's definitely a great person to hand it off to. Me in a perfect world, it would have been KB. Um, so, but I'm throwing that out there. But KB got HEA going on, so we'll see how that yeah. goes in the future. And also, you know, Aha Gazelle, who is also another great rapper who I think he was trying to hand it off to early on. Um, that left that. Uh, Aha is amazing. Um, so my number nine is C4 and Selah 48 Hours. So speaking of dark CDs, like you go from Indie Tribe and you listen to that that C4 and Selah 48 Hours, it's going to remind you of Brazil. So if anybody has a yearning to hear hip-hop that sounds like what they're doing on that side with Griselda. Um, check with Benny the Butcher and those guys over there. Check that out. Um, my knocks on this album, I'm just going to be frank. It sounds like from the verses that they did the CD in 48 Hours. And in some ways, I wish they had a flushed out some more topics. Um, they had some good features. C4 is the person to watch on this album. Mm. Um, I know most people are going to check for Selah and Selah does what he does but C4 to me was consistent through every song. Selah kind of picked his points, kind of like an elder statesman saying you know like LeBron James of the past not LeBron LeBron James this year has to actually play every game but LeBron James (laughs) of the past would pick his spots to lift up the team, right? But um, C4 on most songs he just killed it. So Mm. Please check that out. Support that kind of stuff so we can get more of that stuff from Selah, from C4, from the, from the boys down there with Dayton's Click. Um, it's hip-hop, hip-hop, it's rap, it's bars, and believe you me, C4 has bars. So check C4 out as well. Yep. That's mine. C4, Selah, 48 hours. All it's right, on my, band camp. My number eight is Mouthpiece Gardens Volume 1. Because I know it, I'm going to get high level from Mouthpiece every go-round. So, I mean, super consistent, super dope. He going to say something great about the Lord. Yes. So, yes. that's I'm, I'm going to keep it moving on that. Number eight, Mouthpiece. Gardens, volume one. Number eight for me, I'll go with Holvi uh, Coma. So it's a project ah, he yep. didn't promote a whole lot, but I really like that he, another kind of baton handoff, not so much that you hear Lecrae on it, but I think he's kind of the next KB, if you will. Um, he can really tie in that the spiritual side that sometimes you may feel like you don't get as uh, obviously in some other reach projects and that sort of thing, but this one he definitely tied into it. And there's... Uh, some singing that he kind of does with kind of the Drakeish stuff, but um, I've enjoyed spinning that more than even his Christopher project. Mm. So, Holvey Coma. Yep, I have Colby on my list as well because I really like Holvey. Um, For your number eight? Down. Nope, he's further down. Oh, okay. He's closer to number one. So, um, my number eight is Andy Minio, Neverland 2. Why is Andy Minio, who is normally top five on my list when, whenever he drops number eight. It, is it because Simply he said because, he was about to cuss? <laughs> no. No, it's not It's not the language because I think that's another thing. If we if we dealt with cussing in all of these albums, 
Um, I would have to remove half of my albums on this list because everybody says something. Wow. Um, so I will say this. As far as Andy Minio, it's not necessarily... And it wasn't bad language. It, it was just stuff that, you know, the cussing is a liberty situation and a whatever. You deal with it how you will. I don't do it, but some people do and they, you know, they're not, you know, they feel how they feel about it. Andy Minio, the reason he is not, he is lower on my list or higher on my list, if you will, is the fact that the album seems like two or three different albums. So on the outskirts mm. of the album, on the outskirts of the album, it seems like one album, and in the center, it seems like a different album. So it feels like he just took two projects and smashed them together. Mm. So it didn't seem cohesive. There was some moody stuff that I wish he had to just rolled out and did the whole moody album, but he didn't. He tried to add stuff in that didn't necessarily fit. Um, and so I think that's why he also sounded a lot like Russ, just to be frank. Um, you know who that you is, know who Russ is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's popular he's white to... white rapper. <laughs> yeah. So Russ is, is witty and clever and he has, you know, some good music here and there. He sounded a lot like Russ. Sound like that's who was in his tape deck, I guess when he was tape deck. That's pretty old. Sound like that's... <laughs> <laughs> sounded like that's who he was listening to when he made some of the songs. Um so that's why he's lower on my list. He's always um introspective and that's what I love about Andy Minio. He really mm-hmm. deals with his issues and he puts them on the mic. I don't think he really rapid he rapped on here like I like him to do sometimes, but it was, a, it was overall a good album and something that I, I don't think you can miss on. You'll find something on that album that you like. Yeah. So Andy Minio, mm-hmm. Neverland number two, ne- Neverland, Neverland two on number eight for me. All right. My number seven is the growth project by TC the Collector. Super underground. Uh very dope artist. If you ever heard of him, he he strictly was on Bandcamp until like last week that the group uh album came on like uh Spotify and everything else, but super Christ centered. He tell on himself a lot. Honest music, bars, beats. Who does he sound like? Is he southern? Is he eastern, western? Mm, it's hard. It's hard to say because he rapping. He rapping like he's rapping. So it's hard Ooh. to say. I mean, I don't. I don't hear a southern draw. I don't hear a west coast draw. I just hear like somebody who who probably listened to a ton of music and just picking what they like and riding it. Gotcha. And TC the collector is his name. TC the collector. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, my next one I'm going to go with uh, B. Rife. Now is not forever reimagined. Oh, I uh, forgot about that! Oh. So, Brinson, before we started this call, we were pointing out on the wall behind Brinson, he's got a collection of CD covers, and one of them is B. Rice. Now is not forever, which was like his debut project on Goatee, very poppy. But he, um, I don't know if it's quite a Taylor Swift situation where he like re-recorded his own songs that he wrote. But this is like a different arrangement, a little more acoustic. Um, But I think it it really kind of gives new life to him. He's, I love a lot of the songs on that project. So definitely check that one out. Be right. Now is not forever reimagined. Compare it to the first one if you like. So listen, you just messed up my list. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I totally forgot about, dude. And when that, and when that project came out, you know what? Watch me. So while he's doing this, I'm going to tell a quick story about B-Rape. I don't know B-Rape personally, but I was going through a tough phase in my life, and I was listening to B-Rape, and he is the reason that I kept rapping. And this was wow. back when B-Rape was, I believe, on SoundCloud or... B-Rape. Sound, I can't remember if it's SoundCloud. B-Rape. B-Rape. Yeah. This, is back, this is back before he started doing stuff with um, Swooping Them. Um, oh, yeah. So, Yeah. I think it was an EP that was in heavy rotation, and I listened to it all the time because I thought it was just so creative, and it was refreshing to listen to his mm-hmm. album. That's back when I was still in college. So, yeah, B. Rife is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. My yeah. number seven 
is a dude that rolls with mouthpiece. Okay. His name is Jermaine Martel, 1983. I don't know how to describe his flow. It's kind of like a, it's a classic bar setup. It's almost like that GZ kind of soulful kind of motivation music. It's dope. Um, it's five songs, I believe. Um, dope cover. That was a good album. Sometimes in his rap, he gets out of the pocket and he doesn't stay on beat sometimes. But for the most part, great flow. And he does it well. And so I think um, it's a sleeper. Please check that out. Jermaine Martel, he's been putting in work for a long time. And, I, and I've heard him on Mouthpiece before, but I think this was the time he put something together that I really, I really, really liked. And he makes beats as well. I'm not sure how many beats he made on this particular project, but I know he's made beats for D Black before as well. Mm. So um, check out Jermaine Martel, 1983. That is my number seven. Number seven. My number six comes from Duval's own Big Field. He got a project mm. called Philly Illies. And and he's rapping. He's singing being uh, uh doing melodies. Like he's doing all sorts of he's being super creative, really out of the box in what he usually does, because usually when he drops rap projects, he try to stay in in the uh, the boom bap. Uh, super lyrical phase but his last two projects he really been venturing out and I, I was very uh, not surprised I really like the riding factor to this project so Big Phil Duval's own Philly Illies is number six and it's on sketch <laughs> mm. my next one would be uh, a non-hip hop uh, option but Black Keys is uh, Delta Cream album. So it's a collection of them doing covers of kind of this classic uh, hill country, Mississippi blues, rock blues kind of stuff. Um, and I just like kind of that guttural bass and kind of dirty, fuzzy guitar kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just got it on vinyl as well. So it sounds really good. But Black Keys, Delta Cream is my next pick. Flex on them, uh, Sketch. You, I got the vinyl. Flex on them. I got the vinyl. Flex, let them know. It's a Christmas gift. So, yeah. You know, like, y'all go ahead and do your little streaming. I got this vinyl spinning at the crib. Okay. Yeah. Re- ready? It's on you. Six. So, a side mention, a side, a side note Brandon PV's worship album is dope. So don't miss it. Yes, I said worship album. He does his Kirk Franklin kind of thing. He, I think he does some auto-tune into his voice a little bit. I really enjoyed that album. Um, okay. One of those albums that gets you through some tough times. Um, clearly one of the most talented people as far as making beats, you know, winning beat contests to raps. He's been one of my favorites for a while, and he's really grown in his rapping ability. So I just wanted to shout that out because I wasn't sure if we could put singing people on here. I would have had him on here had I known. Yeah. Um, my number six is a weird pick because it's a mixtape. Okay. Um, and it's a mixtape that string that strings together about fifteen songs that, that he's made from twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. His name is Caleb Montgomery. Um, the name of the uh, CD is Free Verse Fridays Number Two. Uh, he's from Ohio. He's from Columbus, Ohio. He's done stuff with um, Christian Gray's brother Taylor Gray. Um, really dope. Like he took the rigor mortis beat, the rigor mortis beat, and anybody who knows what Kendrick did to rigor mortis beat understands that you gotta bring your A game, and he brought his A game. Um, so so when you gonna do uh, a song with him? <laughs> I don't know, but I know the brother's dope. Um, and I really like what he's doing. I hope that he comes out with a whole album. On, on this free verse, he has, I believe his wife was singing on there. I believe his wife raps and sings. He has worship songs, rap songs, songs with straight bars. Uh, it's on Bandcamp, so just sample it. And I'm telling you, or check out his, his site on YouTube where he has videos and you'll understand what I mean. Um, the brother can rap. So, and I like that rapidly rap in my life. So, yeah. Kate, um, Calum Montgomery, Free Verse Fridays, number two. That is my number six. All right. 
My number five is... I'm going to just say it and I'm going to pass it to Sketch. Donda, Kanye West, number five, and it's on Sketch. <laughs> why, why, why? No, I, I need to hear some. <laughs> well, it could... You know what? I think if this brother was really engraved and well studied had hardcore believers around him I wouldn't get that baby Christian yeah vibe it, it, that's what I got I got baby Christian vibe like if I was newly saved it, this would have been the greatest album to me I'm, I'm I'm not newly saved. I know a thing or two. You know my, yeah. <laughs> my 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 prayer life pretty 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 gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like so, fresh shave college fresh, dropout was mine. Fresh shave college dropout was mine. When Jesus walks on. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, and I've got Donda next, so we can continue talking about it. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, Jesus is King was his previous project. That was really that was like infant Christian to me, even some of the way that he rapped. Like I felt like his rap quality fell off just so he could try to like cram in some Jesus stuff and it didn't quite work, but he had the Sunday service choir going crazy. Donda musically was, was elevated over Jesus as King. To me, he was back to kind of his old Kanye, like playing with sounds and bringing in stuff that you hadn't seen before. Um, I was honestly disappointed that there were so many like, secular features and he still let them kind of rap what they wanted to rap about he he edited their cursing to to our benefit but i wish he would have uh flexed his like uh authority or a power like no this is what i'm doing in this project don't bring that kind of stuff here um but musically i i love it i like i said i, I it was one of the i dove into the live streams it's a song i can still listen to with with my um family and, and son in the car the just even some of the do you know somebody that know you know needs Jesus that chorus is like one that's super powerful to me and and uh, sticks in your head and it's a great reminder so I really love his growth I hope he continues in this direction and maybe even course corrects a little bit to say hey if you're not rapping about you know I don't need your your secular raps on my project. Um, but I'm sure he's still kind of navigating that. And it's tough to, to navigate that stuff in such a public form and fashion. And even where his his marriage is maybe suffered or, or because of this and that stuff he has to rap about and, and people watching that and his witness. So that's a lot to deal with. But I really liked and enjoyed the, the Donda project. So And, and Andre 3000 was, was on it. Which, yeah. you know. And, like, and like we said, talked about too, like there's been... One thing he's, I guess, such a perfectionist, he never knows when to end the project. So like I said, if you tune into the Atlanta version of his live stream, you heard some different songs and then the Chicago ones, like he took off the locks off of one of the songs and then he released Donda and then he added like a deluxe version. So now you get the Andre 3000 song that Drake like leaked for him and stuff. And um, it's he just continues to fascinate me, even to the point of, this whole like Drake beef and Drake reconciliation for the Larry Hoover concert and stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy, but it's, it's definitely worth checking out. And, and the DMX part at the end of that song, which oh, was, yeah. I loved it. Like, I, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it had, it had, it took him out of DMX, the rapper to Earl Simmons, the father mm -hmm. being, being the loving dad in that moment, which, you know, that, that should get everybody. So, yeah. Ready? That's five on you. <laughs> so, shout out to Kanye for taking off that Soldier Boy feature, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't know Kanye to hear that. So. Yeah. Kanye said he left the verse off. Soldier Boy was mad because he wasn't on the album. And he said yeah. he left the verse off, but the verse was whack. So, that's <laughs> um, So, my number five is Ahagazel. Uh, he, he released two projects, Spin and Pardon Me. To me, Aha Gazelle is the best at today's modern day style, but I think he can fit in any era. 
Mm. Um, I have problems with his infatuation with his haters. Um, I believe after you do one song about that, maybe you should go to something else. <laughs> but hopefully as he grows up and grows as a man even more and he flush and he continues to rap and flushes out his content, he's gonna be amazing. Dude has hooks, he has rhymes, he talks about stuff that everybody can relate to. He's one of the few dudes that I've seen walk around with a Akoski jacket on, but then talk about hood stuff. Akoski jacket is from Naruto, the anime. These are the bad guys on on, on, on Naruto. So the dude is just amazing to me. Um, some of the topics on the album I, I really don't like that he talked about, but ultimately his pure talent and his his unashamed relationship with God and how he deals with his sin is on full display. And so you can get either one of those albums and you'll hear, at least on the first track, you'll understand he's about business. He also has Tony Richard on there, who I'm a, a Fairweather fan of, like I'm a fan of some of his stuff. And Tony Richard is dope as well. Mm. So, yeah. Um, Aha Gazelle, number five. Number five. Number four, Pain and Praise by Von Juan. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say surprisingly, that I he put out a, a project that had me featured on it finally, hallelujah, last Ooh. year called a uh, Wet Paint Three, which I thought mm-hmm. was amazing. I like this album better than that one. Um, the song selection was was really good. He was rapping, rapping. Um, I think he I, he was rapping like "Let me show y'all, ain't nothing changed." Yeah, um, so he I'm, can rap. <laughs> I'm I'm still on beast, beast. You know, so um, yeah, Bon Wine, Pain and Praise, Texas. Shout out to Texas being in the top five. H Town <laughs> yeah. in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my number four, I'll give it to uh, both of you guys, Medallions, uh, the joint project we, in this we did together. Uh, <laughs> we in this mug. We here. Yeah, we here. So it's it's a it's great. We've been talking about how we all love rapidy rap, and we like music made for people that are um, you know our age or, or around then. So and I think you guys succeeded in that, and uh, you've got kind of an old school appreciation of hip hop, but. Um, yeah, that that was a fun one, and I'm glad you you guys got to get together and, and do that joint project. So, Boom. I'm gonna say something. I think Boom. this year has been like hold on, a year hold of duos. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Boom! <laughs> Boom! Okay, go ahead. You can do I'll a celebration bell for that one. <laughs> In the time of day, is Boom! Message. <laughs> so, um, I did not put medallions on my list because I make it my effort not to, not to slap myself on the back. So I, that's why I didn't put it on my list. I did think it was deserving to be at least mentioned. Um, I thought Brentson did a great job. I thought we had good beat selection and different things like that. Please check out the album. It's something that was birthed from trying to produce music for middle aged people. Okay, hold people. on, wait, that's wait, 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 hold was. on, hold on, time out. I heard, I heard all what you said. <laughs> I heard it. I heard you. Yes. But if you did put it in your top ten, where would it fall? Uh, somewhere in between five and six. To be honest, it'll be five or six. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, yeah, I, I was, what, I, what I was saying was, this is, a, this is a year for duos, it seems. I've seen a lot of duos and a lot of uh, collab projects this year, it seems. Um, but for my, we're on number four, Hovey Coleman. Um, I like Hovey. He reminds me of KJ52 um, on some songs. Smooth flow, good listen, good stuff to listen to, God honoring content. Um, I really like Hovey. I think I think Reach really found one with him. Um, I want to see what happens when he grows. Um, yeah, he fits right in with today's culture of rap. So, and and he has it. Like some people force 
kind of kind of try to fit a mold, but he already has it. It's natural to him, and 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 you can't fake that authenticity about somebody who makes music and makes music from the heart for a specific time, and he has it. So Ov Coma number four. Number three is a tie <clears throat> because Sketch injected a project that is super high on my list this year because it was amazing to me. It's a tie between B. Reich and Andominio Neverland 2. <laughs> Neverland, Neverland 2, yes, it was all over the place, but I appreciate all over the placeness. Right, <laughs> it could have possibly been number one if he had some things on there that I was just like, Neh. just the language stuff and just some other stuff. But other than that, one of the songs I, that really is is very rare that I have a thought that I have been pondering over for maybe three to four months and somebody encapsulates it and make it a song. So he had a song that mm-hmm. that's like um, maybe we're the people who we waiting on. Mm-hmm. Like I had that, I've been pondering over that for like three months before that song and then when he released it I just I remember driving and I had I, I stopped the car and I just had to listen to the song over and over and over again because I was like he freaking he he freaking caught lightning in the bottle, you know. So if mm. if it was any time that there is something that really spoke to me musically, it was on that project, and that's why it's really high because that rarely happens to me. Very surprising. I hardly have any of his projects in my top anything. I like I like what he do. It's it's just not we don't connect like that. But this album really connected with me. So, number three, the two-way tie, Be Right, The Genius, and uh, In the Mini on Neverland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My number three, I'll give to NF, The Clouds Mixtape. So, um, I think this was some uh, stuff that he maybe couldn't release through Columbia or had just been sitting on and decided to just put it out. I think it's still on... Uh, Columbia, but it, it's with his too. But anyway, it's a project that um, I'd listened to. My son loves NF. We went to go see him in concert. I bought it on vinyl recently too. Um, that he's his, his rapidy rap kind of stuff uh, instead of just the uh, <laughs> message. Flex, flex, he's flexing. <laughs> I bought it on vinyl. Flex well, yeah. on him, sketch flex. Tell just to show you guys, I, I stream, but I also buy music that I really love, and I want to support artists that way. So, um, but yeah, so and he's like ready for something. There's some albums that are hip hop and it's a little bit darker. NF has always been dark, um, you know. So <laughs> know that going in, but he's uh, he does clean music. I, I don't know if you call it Christian rap now, but he he does good, positive Christian music that deals with a lot of emotions and. It's something that I can listen to in the car with the fam, and he's good at what he does. Even though I first thought he was just kind of an Eminem clone, uh, but it's <laughs> it, it's one that's been in a lot of rotation in our house. So I give it up to him. So I really like the NF, though he sounds like Eminem in the vocal tones. He has his own flow. His yeah. is, is uniquely his flow, and I think he can do. The guy's incredibly incredibly talented. He can sing. He can really sing, and he can really rap. Um, and normally you kind of see a little bit of both. Um, so yeah, I really like enough. So for my number three is a rapper that I feel like is super slept on. I think I think nobody talks about this guy. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. And as of late, he did a song with D Mob a couple of months ago. Yes, D Mob still got it. Cephas. Cephas. So love Cephas. I, so I had Chrome. I, I was thinking about putting Chrome on the list. But I didn't mm-hmm. like the fact that it wasn't a lot of Chrome on the Chrome album. It was more like a collective. So I wanted to hear more Chrome rapping, but I heard more of, you know, the people that he invited to the party. And I think he was more trying to show his producer his beat making chops on the album. So Cephas came out and it filled the void of what I wanted from Chrome. Mm-hmm. And it kind of exceeded as far as what I expected from Cephas. I knew he was dope. I heard songs with him and Dayton and the Menace Movement. But hearing this album... 
if you like hip hop, hip hop, like if you grew up in the age where people used to rap in that kind of old school, kind of nostalgia kind of feel, you will love this album. Now, if you don't like hip hop, hip hop, this is not for you. But if you grew up in the age where we grew up, yes, uh, please pick this up. Cephas, we will, we will go is the name of the album. One of the songs that I really like, um, We Are Born For This. This was his last single. He does a, he has a video for it. And that song encapsulates what you'll get from him. And I'm telling you, it's just classic bars, hip hop, feel good, talking about God. It's dope. So Cephas is my number three. Uh-oh. So we in the top three. Number two <laughs> is from the two... On here, medallions, rising sun, number two, number two, yes. Shout out I know to who Red your number Rider. one is already. I, I, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, medallions, the reason this has to be number two, because I believe this album has been... 15 years in the making. Yes. Every year we say we're going to make an album together and we never do it. We're going to make, I will make two, three songs together and then it'll end up on somebody else's project. It could be my fault. I don't know how that's happening. But when we was, we just be like, look, before Jesus come back, we have to make this album. We made this album. It's a lot, it's a lot of ready it's a little bit of me ready I, and my whole goal was do not get black hold on any of these songs meaning <laughs> do not let ready writer destroy you on any of these songs you better rap your heart out and I tried to do it and ready just came with a game a plus game and amen thank you brother beats crazy which he picked most of them Wait a minute. Maybe. Yeah, he picked if it's on my screen, he right here. He picked most of them. So and we only had one feature. Osaze Murray destroyed his verse. And I yes, think I probably got one of my favorite lines that I ever said something about uh uh God told me to fetch souls. I'm his Labrador. So number two, Medallions. Boom! Sketches on you. Yeah, number two, I'd give it that to the Andy Minio Neverland 2 project. Mm. So I like the, the diversity on the album. One of my favorites is that one that's almost like a, like a club track or very poppy. Um, God, what's the name of it? But it's the one where he talks about, I've been working on it, and he's talking about kind of admitting his faults, and my, my wife feels like my phone is my mistress. Uh, and I never listened. Oh, what did I miss it? Uh, but it's got a very clubby kind of sound. It's got coming in hot. Um, he's got some songs in there that I think he worked with a lot of good producers, some stuff that seems very like TikTok ready, but like, not in a way that he tried too hard, but just you can hear that stuff is like, oh, this thing could catch off on TikTok again and, and you know, make them a, a big name. So um, but that's another project. I get, got the vinyl on order. So, dude, I was trying to order it, and the day yeah. I went, it sold out. That was yeah. I was gonna get it, but so the props album, to my the wife album. for that one. That's a Christmas gift. Oh, yeah. and dude, <laughs> the album art—you know, I'm an album art dude. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, in the middle, if you can see in the right here, that's a that's a Neverland, the first yeah. one. So yeah. Dude, yeah, they, album they pay attention to album art on that too. So, yeah. um, good stuff. So, already, your number two. Number two is my brother, C Straight, View From Here. Um, it is possibly, to me, in my estimation, the most complete project I heard all year. There are no skippable songs. Um, this brother said on the song, I'm rated 99. First, he started out with talking about NBA 2K, and he said, I'm rated 99, and that's all bars. The guy says, fire style will make a clone fade. 
this brother is to me one of the most slept on bar rappers that we have in Christian hip hop and nobody talks about him and it's upsetting to me. Um, listening to the album and how he dealt with his father's passing on the first track and then going through and watching him flame these tracks kill he 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 killed me on the track he he put me on the first <laughs> verse on purpose to kill me on the track um i think the brother is, is super talented i i pray that he does more albums like this great beat selection good hooks um had had um yeah it was just a good project workout songs contemplation songs or you want to hear bar songs all those things was involved in his album. So I would I would tell anybody if you want if you just want a solid project, no skippable tracks, check that album out. So that is my number two. See straight view from here. My number one. My number one. My number one. See straight the view from here. Here is why. See straight put out an album. In 2012, that was his so not cool. So not cool. His debut album, 2012. His album is what? That's almost 10 years ago. He puts out a new album. Does not miss a beat. Yep, doesn't. Like he could possibly be way better than he was then. I disagree with Reddy on him killing him. Reddy verse on his album could possibly have toppled all his verses on the Medallions album. So he gave he gave C Straight the cream of the crop, and he was like, "Okay, that just shows the level of respect for the pen that he got for C Straight." C Straight has probably my faith outside of that D. D Black verse. He has a song called No Permission. Probably my favorite verse of the year. Favorite mm-hmm. two verses. Like he got so many uh memorable tracks. The song with me and him on called Crazy. The song with him, Dre Murray, and Rick Reed was really dope. Great song. Great, great, song. Yeah. great, great song. Uh what you said about how he incorporated the passing of his father, like when his dad passed away, he made half the half of the album. So he wrote half of this album in a span of like five days. He picked beats, got hooks in five days and made a crazy album. Super impressed. My favorite album of the year. And it's not just because it's God Chasing. C Straight is one of my favorite artists. Hands down, I will put him up against anybody on my list, including Donda, dude. Donda son. Including Donda son, I'll put him up against him. So that's my number one of 2021. See straight the few from here. Bam. All right. Well, my number one, and Reddy, I don't know if this is, we were talking about the same guy, but Crumb, the Dirty Angels ride tonight. Were you talking about Jay Crumb or, or Crumb? Crumb. Okay. Crumb. Yeah. So that that's my guy. I, I feel like I've named one of his projects every year. Every year, podcast. Yes, every year. <laughs> He's one of my favorites, and this was another one that he. Um, so he put together this project. He wrote a, a short story novel that you could buy with it, and he was like encouraging you to read the story first and then listen to the album. They kind of tie in. Some of the songs are written from the perspective of the people there. So I got the the package with the the vinyl and the book and the stuff. But yeah, he he produced a lot of it. He's just one of my favorite guys. But I really liked how there was kind of story elements tied into this. Um, you kind of are unsure where some of the um, the songs draw from, even like biblically. There's kind of weaving in of uh, the story of, of Job and. Uh, just a lot of different elements that are, are really great that make you think about it and and get into it. So that's that's one of my favorites, my favorite of the year. So Dirty Angels so Rides right back home. Did he drop two? Because I thought he dropped one with Propaganda and Jay Gibbons. And so I didn't hear that one. I heard yeah, another so, one. Dark yeah, Lung, Black Lung? Black Lung, yes. 
Yeah, that might have come out this year, too. I think it did, because uh, that was kind of a pandemic one. And that was definitely more of a beat tape that he did. This other project, Dirty Angels Ride Tonight, or DART, D-A-R-T, um, is the latest one that came out probably two months ago, I guess. And this is the one, like I said, that has kind of a story element to it. So check that out. He's big on, on Bandcamp and, like, purchasing directly from him, although you can find it on streaming services. Um, but, yeah, check it out. So I will check that out because I am a Chrome yeah. fan. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think you'll so, like this better than Black Lung. I did that. I, I like this project. It was definitely more crumb, even though like Propaganda's on it and the dude from POD's on it and Manchild, I think. But they're minor in comparison to that Black Lung mixtape. So Manchild, if you're hearing this, please drop an album. <laughs> dude, just, Mars just, Eel, just text Mars it. Eel, Mars Eel, <laughs> Mars Eel, drop an album. Yeah. I heard, I heard, I heard, um, Manchild do a freestyle like it was about love about yeah. a month ago or two months ago. It was dope. So he still got it. Got a lot of gray, but he killed it. Um, <laughs> so my number one, and, and, and I can't believe that nobody mentioned it AI, the anomaly, Souls Acrylic. Amazing project. If you like poetry and art and bars, yeah, she got it. I, I believe she's from Buffalo, or she—I know she's from New she's York. From Buffalo, she's on the Buffalo. She, she's from the God Over Money clip. Um, her album was far better than Business, easily. Um, it was about seventeen songs. Was that too long she for has, you? No, because she had poetry in there. She had pieces in there. Eshawn was on there. She had a lot of stuff going on, but anytime you gave her a beat to murder, she murdered the beat. Um, funny enough, I have these two people paired together because my hope would be one day to hear AI and C Straight do a, do a um, song because to me, their bar structures are similar. Um, so I love this album. Uh, I'm a poetry person, grew up on poetry, like deaf, com deaf comedy poetry, Black Milk, all, all these old poetry poets from back in the day. Um, so love this album. Please check it out. Support her. Um, I believe it was the best album I've heard this year, period, right? Because there's some albums on the secular side I heard too, but her album in totality, um, as far as rap, is the best thing I've heard this year. So AI Souls Acrylic, number one. Mm, mm, mm. So, all right. That's the top 10. So what are you guys looking forward to that you know about for 2022? We're going to start with Sketch. Is there any project, movie that you're looking forward to for next year? I know a little movie that you've been talking about that you may be even wearing this, this T-shirt about now <laughs> that we want to bam let, let folks know about. So that's one thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think Vaughn Juan is also working on a movie. I'll let you talk about that other one. I don't know how much we were going to share. Oh, uh, uh, so. there, there's a there's a God Chase a documentary dropping. You know, yes. it's it's already in uh, film festivals, winning awards and stuff. We haven't talked about too much about it, but you know, mm -hmm. uh, we could talk about it on this podcast. But we'll talk about it in social media next year. But yeah, I'm wearing a shirt. Um, if you want, if you want spoilers, go to GodChases.com and go to the store section, and you'll see some goodies already there. Cause, cause we are uh, proactive. Yeah, and then I guess uh, Bomb One is also working on uh, like a film, kind of about his story or uh, about dreams. So he did. He produced an event that I attended. Um, last month called the grown and saved experience he actually brought in lecrae and had him perform and did a q a but he also filmed some stuff from from vaughn's uh kind of a, like a, a speaking of his testimony and that sort of thing so i'm uh, looking forward to see where that goes ready what you looking forward to so a lot of shows a lot of continuation of the shows i've been watching uh namely seal team um, still digging SWAT as well. I think that's a good show as well. Um, 
looking forward to them kind of flushing out a lot of the um, things that they've been producing over COVID and see if we get some more good animes and TV shows in general. The second, uh, well, the follow-up to the 86, they're on hiatus right now. So definitely that. As far as the rap, I'm a big Trip Lee fan. Um, I'm listening to Trip Lee since 116 clicking before, back when they were still in Denton, Texas. That's when I was stationed in Oklahoma. Um, so big fan of Trip Lee. Uh, looking forward to seeing what he's going to do on this next album now that he's out of his uh, pastoral role. Um, because of his uh, because of his physical issues, um, his sleep disorder. So praying for him, hoping to see an excellent project from him. Another thing which I just thought about, Ambassador is also dropping a project. Is he? Um, yes. Uh, one of my favorite shows that I've watched this year, as far as podcast slash YouTube, is Southside Rabbi with Amin and um, KB. And they had Ambassador on their last episode, and he talked about some things that we were talking about as far as producing music um, for, you know, more mature people and producing that same sound and that same kind of gospel-centric nature that we saw with Shaolin in in Holy Culture, you know, Cross Move CD, and those different kind of CDs existed. Um, One thing I hope for this year is a balance. So mm. it's good to have fun rap and it's good to have rap that's, you know, a little braggadocious, but I want that balance to come back where we get some Shaolin stuff and we get some Swayze stuff and we get some KB stuff and we get some Zay Hill stuff. I uh, think, I think we got that, but it's just not celebrated. Maybe so. Yeah. It just don't feel like it felt, it felt hard to find stuff this year. Like I had to go and actively search because there wasn't sites promoting a balance of music. There, there's a few here and there, like the um, the 520 Collective. They kind of um, they they give you some underground hits and sometimes track stars as well gives you some songs that you didn't know existed. But I think um, if if we could bring the balance, but also have people support the balance so that we would know that Ceylon C4 dropped the CD without having to dig into the depths to find that CD <laughs> release, right? So um, I would hope for that. Also, more GCE stuff coming in the future with some of the artists on the label. Some who, you, who, you, who you want to drop, brother? Who you want to drop? Well, I'm hoping for um, a C Straight and Ready Right album. So... And bam. We'll see. And bam. Um, and bam. And bam. We'll see what happens with that. Um... Outside of that, we got my brother Brentson working hard, possibly on some new stuff. It's not possible. It's happening. <laughs> it's everybody not on the team. Everybody working everybody, on music. Yeah, yeah. Everybody on the team is working. So I'm trying to get a, I'm a trying to get a 16 from Sketch. No, you don't. Want to. <laughs> get a Sketch yeah. 16, boy. Mm. No. Yeah. So I think um. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Um, just more growth um, on, on 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 the on the on that side of Christian hip hop where we begin to represent the old heads and and the young people and the people in between and get some diversified voices represented on some of these websites so that we can see that there's more options available. Because my struggle has always been um, when you get older, you either fall out of rap because it's like this is for you know teenagers. And now you're back to Jay-Z because he's talking about grown-up stuff, right? Or mm-hmm. you just listen to gospel music, mm-hmm. which is nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. But for me, I want to hear hip-hop. You know, that's what I that's what I kind of grew up on. So I don't want to, I want to, I want people to continue to fill that void. And I want Rapzilla and all these other sites to continue to push a, a, a perspective that we're, we're here to represent the whole body and not just the youth groups. So, yeah. That's what I got. Okay. Well, I think what I'm looking forward to is this oatmeal new project. Um, I know you working on stuff. I'm, I, I'm working on some stuff. Uh, I want to see more dope videos. I want to see more. I want to see more dope videos. I want to. I want to see more people dropping vinyl. 
you know, so next year I can be flexing like sketch and be like, <laughs> I got, I mean, I flex on my Black Panther, but you yeah. know, sketch flex on all y'all. And then he did the, I got the Animenio vinyl and I was like, ah! <laughs> so, um, I'm looking forward to taking, you know, prayerfully, we, we getting the COVID thing down, but we spiking again. So, my prayer is to go back to Japan next year. That's what I'm looking forward to and, and performing over there again and maybe doing like some sort of screening in Japan, which is dope. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Shout out to MC Till. Amen. For, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For the Boom Bout review. Um, value 3 sketch. Do you know about this? I know. I've seen a couple of people post it, but I didn't know where it even came from. It, I'm familiar you, with MC Till, but I MC really... Till is over this. Book? Okay. Him and, and a couple of other guys, I think uh, one of the guys' name is Stroke. And it has honorable mention on page 65. And the first honorable mention, you guys probably can't see it, but it says Medallions Rising Good. Sun. Boom! Stroke Elliott, like. probably, right? That's probably, uh, I, no, I, so. I think I think Big Stro. Big Stro. Big Stro. Stro Elliott's with the Roots right now, so I, I don't know if he's writing yeah. books. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so you yeah. can pick this up on Amazon. It, I, I picked it up directly from their site because you know I know Amazon be taking money, so I just go straight to the source and, and give give the brothers whatever the fifteen dollars whatever they they need. So big shout out yeah. to them for even mentioning. The uh the Medallions album it the majority not I would say ninety seven nope ninety ninety eight percent of this is secular hip hop and we're in here so bless God yeah. so any any parting words before we jump off guys so thank y'all for for doing this thank you guys every year that we can go and just talk yeah. about the stuff that we love with music and and with uh movies and cinema and all of this good stuff and, and next year. I think y'all already know what my number one movie pick is going to be. So, I mean, spoiler alert, we already know. So, y'all already know. They don't know. So, Yeah. I got one last shout-out we didn't mention. I don't know if you guys got to catch this, but the K-Drama versus D-Mob online, that was... That was super fun to watch and to get to celebrate those guys, particularly D-Mob, who we don't hear that much anymore, but can still, like, do it and to see them, like, have a kind of friendly rivalry, friendship kind of stuff, celebrate themselves. It was really well done, too. So, yeah, D-Mob versus versus K-Drama versus... Thank you for saying that. That versus was everything I hoped it would be. To me, it was better than some of the versus... That, yeah, that you, know, you see the the official versus competitions where guys play their songs back to back and they did stuff together. Yeah, and D Mob breath control still there. D Mob song selection was still there. I I mean, I we had we had a conversation because we got a guy chase a chat, and I I say this publicly. I said D Mob can be beat only if K Drama stays in the realm of three albums uh, Behind the Glory We Fit and uh, what was the last one ready uh, Boom Baptism if he, he would have stayed in this and that realm he would have won soon as you go outside of that oh but D-Mop I say D-Mop won he edged him but K-Drama could have won K-Drama got hits like if, if if you guys are listening to this, go search K Drama versus D Mob on YouTube. It's still up there. I you know I might have to watch that later on tonight because it, I still get hyped thinking about it. Yeah. So so I'm gonna say something real quick as well. And I know we don't talk about them often, but continue to pray for the saga, for um, A Ward, for Street Hymns, for all those Christian battle rappers out there. A Ward is killing people. Yes. Like he is like. He killed Barry. when she got it. He Barry. killed when she got it. So um, continue to pray for that man that, that the Lord keep him. Because um, I know this is a hard world to navigate. Shout out um, to the horsemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to the four horsemen. So yeah. Outside of that, man, just happy to do this. Happy to be here another year. 
Um, maybe we maybe we should bring up podcast next year. Okay, I think podcasts are really big. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And maybe we can diversify the list, sort of like what Sketch is doing. Bring in some more some more albums that work that really are our favorites <laughs> of that year. <laughs> We'll have an F bomb meter. <laughs> like, listen, this is a Christian podcast. Y'all need to know there's gonna be woo, and and some yeah. other meters. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, thank you guys again. Thank sure. you to everybody who is listening. We almost at our 200th episode of the God Chases podcast. Thank you for listening. For all, we have already reached six years of doing this. So, yo, we out. You God chasing a knob. <laughs>